1: just got a little treat for you guys. Heading into the weekend before Real Madrid take the field in Sevilla against Osasuna in the Coba del Rey final, which we will have a post-game show up tomorrow night and obviously lots of coverage on the site. Just wanted to introduce today's clip to you guys. It is taken from this week's world-famous Real Madrid mailbag that happens exclusively over on Patreon.com slash ManagingMadrid. And we answered a bunch of questions. And the two questions that I've included for free this week was um one, how do we line up with Jude Bellingham? And two, do Real Madrid miss Casemiro? So Lucas and I answered that and a ton, ton, ton more. Full episode is over on Patreon.com slash Managing Madrid. You can also click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy. And thank you for consuming the content. Uh, Patrick O'Dayyafadi says uh i think this is the first time we might be talking about bellingham yeah patrick Mm -hmm. says hi Keon and lucas i hope you're both doing well do you think zidane potentially coming back again could have anything to do with jude potentially choosing real madrid in a hypothetical situation let's say zidane does come back and we bring in fran garcia brahim diaz jude bellingham and a backup striker to benzema how do you think zidane would shape the team especially the midfield in big games? Zizou like to play a four-man midfield of Fede, Cruz, Casemiro, and Modric. Can you see a four-man midfield of Fede, Jude, Chuomeni, and Kamavingo working out? How effective could they all be together?
2: First of all, I don't think Zidane is is going to come back next summer. So that's one thing. But for, for argument's sake... I don't I don't I'm not sure I agree with the with the phrase uh, she should like to play in big games she should like to play a format midfield of Fede cross Casemiro and Modric. Do you think? I don't Was that his trademark his trademark line up in, in Madrid? When Fede was at this form, obviously not in the first era, but when Fede was I'm, I'm not well, sure I agree with that. What,
1: what? Where I thought the sentence was going when Patrick said four-man midfield, I thought he was going to mention the Isco diamond. Um, yeah. But he did... So, in that Super Cup semifinal against Valencia... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think that was the birth of where he put, like, a lot of midfielders on the field, like four to five central midfielders.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have to go back and see how often he did that. Yeah. Yeah, but true. It's true, like... I mean, there was a period where he was actually benching Modric for Fede, and Fede worked his way into the team. And I, I'm sure there w- this happened quite a bit, though. It's not like it's not like he was doing it every game, but I also don't think it was a matter of him never doing it either. I think there was yeah, sure, definitely sure. some lineups where we saw it. Yeah, this.
2: sure, sure. You, um, the question: Can we see a form and midfield of Fede, Jude, Chouameni, and Kamarimga working out? Definitely. I think on paper that's brilliant, man. I think on paper that's. Uh... That has everything you want from a four-man midfield. You know you have Kamavinga and Valverde as the pseudo wingers, kind of adding the, uh with to the to the midfield. To Amane and Bellingham in the uh, you know to Amane with the more defensive role, Bellingham with a more creative role, and with his back pretty much safe because you know he would have both Kamavinga and, and Valverde kind of allowing him to to have this freedom to operate so on paper I think that that midfield looks more than fine I think that that looks brilliant although I'm not sure that's a plan I'm not sure that's a plan going forward for Madrid that form uh, man uh, midfield line I'm I'm not sure that's a plan going forward for Madrid even in, even in big games to be quite honest uh, but on paper I think it has everything you need from a from a midfield. People will always ask,
1: like, what do you think is the best lineup with Bellingham if all these yeah. midfielders stay? But specifically, let's just imagine the world without Moto Cruz. Yeah, yeah. What's the be- best midfield with Bellingham, Kamavinga, Chuomeni, Valverde, Valverde. Valverde. Valverde? And, like, I think we overthink it sometimes. All these lineup combinations are great options. Like, yeah, you propose, yeah. hey, do you think uh, a midfield of Many, Kamavinga, and Bellingham would work? Yes, I do. Do you think a midfield of Fede and Kamavinga and many would work? Yeah, I do. Do you think a dull pivot of Fede and Kamavinga <laughs> would work? Yeah, I do. Do you think Bellingham in that 10 or a roaming uh, linebreaker as the, the highest midfielder would work? Yeah, I do. All of these are great options. There's no wrong yeah. answers to this. So these are just options. Like, I don't think... I, sometimes I think we spend too much brain power thinking of like, what is the de facto starting eleven? Well, we just know that the scene, season is long and all of these lineup combinations would work.
2: Okay, let me ask you though: what would be your ideal or your favorite way of building that midfield in a world <laughs> where Modric and Kroos don't exist? On paper, obviously we have not seen Bellingham and Kamavinga playing together just yet. You know, on paper based on their skill set, what would be right now, what would be your go to midfield with those? A little bit uh blasphemous. I don't know what uh, what the word is,
1: but uh <laughs> I would I would go with Many Kamavinga and Bellingham. Me too. Be- I'd bench Fede Valverde. Me too. Yeah. It's a painful too, thing I to agree. say, but
2: I think Bellingham's a better player than Fede. Me too, I agree. I think that would be my my midfield trio as well. And again, it it hurts me because Valverde has done nothing wrong to be benched in this in this context. But that lineup is definitely promising. I will go for that too. Um,
1: I did want to ask you a question though. Um, yesterday I did a Twitter audio space, and as people mm-hmm. were asking questions, I realized something. A lot of people were asking this question about midfield lineup options. I actually think. There's one person that may suffer the most and it's not a midfielder. It could be Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it's even though Bellingham is not a winger or an attacking player like Rodrigo, obviously he can attack, but it's very possible that Ramjo will will play all four midfielders, which means Vinicius and Benzema are left. So I I kind of feel bad for him in that situation. I'm curious to know what will happen. So it seems like you agree with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, concerned. definitely. I agree because I don't think Rodrigo has established himself all that much to be an undisputed starter if Bellingham signs, whereas I think it's, like, let me translate this and, and rephrase it real quick, I think it's tougher to bench Valverde right now than, than Rodrigo. From a you know from ev- from every standpoint possible you can imagine it's more controversial to bench Valverde right now than benching Rodrigo so the most comfortable decision in order to leave uh, the easiest man uh on the bench the easiest man to replace on the bench the easiest choice would be to to put either Valverde or Bellingham on the on the right wing and and then start the other the other three in the midfield so Rodrigo would go to the bench I think that's the most comfortable and the easiest thing a coach could do to accommodate the these names we're talking about
1: yeah I also um just wanted to make the point that um uh well first of all like I did see a lot of people suggesting like you know what if we did 3 5 with Kamavinga and <laughs> Fede Valverde as the wingback, I I, I don't think. Oh no, please! I really don't think that's going to happen. That that's just not going to happen. Um. Oh man, Lucas, I just lost my train of thought. Well, where was I going with that original point? Valverde, Rodrigo. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Rodrigo. Even though, like right now, the perception, like Fede, is more on-dropable, For example, in the in the eyes of Ancelotti, than Rodrigo is. So this is why I said in my, my starting midfield, if I had to choose like in a starting lineup, I believe in Rodrigo so much and I believe in how much he helps our offense so much Absolutely. that I wouldn't bench him. And that's I, I would I would go with Rodrigo Vinicius Benzema up top next year
2: or any Me big too, game yeah. if
1: all these players are healthy, and then I would go with what I said to many Kamavinga and uh uh Bellingham. <clears throat> On the other hand, to. it
2: might be true that If the debate comes down to Chuameni and Rodrigo instead of Valverde and Rodrigo, maybe Rodrigo's thoughts are a a little bit higher. If Camavinga can actually play as a defensive midfielder, you know, Camavinga, Valverde and and Bellingham with Rodrigo on the right. It 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 all depends on how the on how the season ends. How the next season starts, obviously, Ellingham and sub signing for Madrid. It'll, it will all depend on the preseason, the form at the moment, and all that for for us to see the first few starting starting lineups. This is just but a key it point.
1: Might... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Finish, go... sorry.
2: No, no, no. Just go ahead. Yeah, sorry.
1: No, I'm just gonna say this is a key point too. If he signs, we kind of acted like it's a yeah, foregone sure. conclusion. We don't. This is not official. Um,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: All right, we're gonna take one more. It's from Ranta. Ranta says, maybe this question is a bit premature, but have we missed Casemiro this season? I feel that his leadership qualities on the pitch are definitely missed. I think he would protect Vinicius much more than the players are doing now. Casemiro felt like an older brother to the rest of the Brazilians. With hindsight, all aspects considered like the transfer fee and the playing time of our young midfielders, was it the right decision to sell him?
2: we all feared that, that uh, this could happen you know real madrid were uh, took that money because they believed they could not get that kind of offer a year later for casemiro you know after so they decided to yeah to, to, to cash that money last summer and and trust that chuameni would adapt maybe quicker than than what he's done at, uh, at the moment this season but we all fear that, you know, Real Madrid maybe were, were rushing things a little bit too much, and that it would have been nice uh, to keep both, so that Chuamani could learn and have uh, a little bit, uh, so that everyone could be a little bit more patient with him and his and his process. But I think so. I think the team has missed Casemiro this season. I think so. I think so, especially after the after the World Cup break. I think Casemiro has been phenomenal for Manchester United. I think Real Madrid's midfield has missed a man like uh, Casemiro again, especially after a World Cup break. So I think the answer is yes. Now, if you ask me, would would you take that offer again in hindsight? I don't know. I would have to take a look at the budget. I would have to take a look to take a look at the club's finances. If we are <laughs> as desperate about money as we seem to be, or at least Real Madrid seemed to be, last summer? Because, I mean, there's no reason to sell Casemiro other than money last summer. Mm, the answer is probably yes, because I don't feel uh, I a Casemiro... You know, I don't think Real Madrid would have received that kind of offer for Casemiro in 2023. So they decided that, you know, it was the best possible time to sell him. Uh, is very similar to what happened with the uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, deal. You know, they Real Madrid feared that, you know, this 100 million offer would not come their way a year later and decided to sell him, even though, you know, in that particular season, definitely Cristiano would have been useful, would have started and, and would have improved the team a lot. So it's a very comparable situation. And But to me, the answer is yes, Real Madrid have definitely missed Casemiro. If you ask me, would you have sold him? It depends a lot on the team's finances.
1: I think we all acknowledge that there w- there could be some short-term pain with this one. Um, yeah. We thought that, w- that would be lessened with Chuomeni. We knew that Chuomeni was a great signing. Now, look, people will hear me say that and might they might disagree now because of the season he's having. I, I'm not worried about him still. But it's true that um, after the World Cup, he's had that big injury and then... He hasn't been quite too many yet, but new league, new new language, new uh, new country, first season, young. Let's just remember the art of patience. But but we did acknowledge that there might be some short term pain. It has the answer to have we missed Casemiro this season is undoubtedly true because we could have really used him in a lot of these games where we've had holes defensively. And Kamavinga, who has actually looked good in that role, has to go to left back. So he can't play that role. So, of course, we missed him. The answer is yes. And also these this other stuff that Ranta mentions, like, you know, Casemiro, like an older brother to the Brazilians, and Vinicius coming to his defense. Yeah, Definitely missed the leadership aspect of it as well. So, yeah. yes, for sure. We definitely do miss but the
2: him. Off, but on the other hand, the offer was so good that it still makes me have a second thought about whether or not, even though Real Madrid have missed him, whether or not I actually maybe would still do it again. You know, the offer was so good for a player of his age, I think.
1: But, but both things can be true.
2: They're, it can absolutely, be true that we missed him, but also we should have, it
1: doesn't mean we shouldn't have sold him at that time. And also, absolutely. we can't re- forget the fact that he wanted to go to Manchester United. Allegedly. <laughs> well, I don't think we pushed him out the door. He now, like it's true, we signed too many, but he would. No one forced him out. He was under contract. We all know at Real Madrid, you can't just. We can't just sell players under contract. We know that very well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that was, if this was like the NBA, you could just like trade Hazard. You could like, you know, amnesty him. He can't can do that in football <laughs> for a draft pick. Sigum run pick Yeah, or send him to the G League. <laughs> I guess we could send him to Castilla theoretically. Oh, he's probably too old to do that. Um, anyways, my point was that uh he he seemed happy to go to Manchester too. Yeah. He gets paid quite well. He links up with his old buddies, Baran and well, I guess Ronaldo left pretty pretty quick. But you get yeah. my you get my point. Like, you know, there was also the point that we didn't hold him at gunpoint and if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Sure.